Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. I couldn't remember where it was that you interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello, Dan. And Jeff Williams. Prolapse. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. News! Woohoo! Oh, so yeah, so news. We got some theme park news starting up. First of all, uh, just just what yesterday as we were talking about recording this or two days ago i don't remember what the date is now previously previously some updates to the walt disney world park pass reservation system were announced to be coming well before you <laughs> the changes happened before this episode they're happening now yes they have taken effect as you That's are right. listening there's some good changes actually name them First of all, the mo- the most exciting thing is that now you can modify your park reservation without nice. having to cancel it and book a new one, which That's was always nice. a little bit scary if you were booked into a park that was full. <laughs> is this going to work? Yeah. And you, can you see availability before you... Yes. And now th- what they've done is they've made it exactly what Disneyland had all along, <laughs> which was better. And your... <laughs> Park Pass is now going to be tied to the specific ticket that you want to use instead of just tying it to your My Disney Experience account. And the best Uh, part of that is, so if you have an annual pass and you have just some tickets left over that you bought, you can go in and pick which ticket you want to use to make this reservation. And what's a lot better is that now you can book Park Passes for multiple ticket types all at the same time. It used to be that if some of your group had an annual pass and some just had multi-day tickets, you had to do yours first, everybody who had your specific kind of annual pass first. Then you had to go back in and have everybody who had, say, a park hopper. You had to book them together. You couldn't mix and match. So if you had a group of people traveling together that all had different tickets, it was a pain to do park reservations. Now you can do all of them at the same time, which is great. And for a larger group of people, right? Yes, up to 30. And no. it used to be only 12, which so that's excellent. Both of those well. are weird, arbitrary numbers. Why? 
It does seem like a little bit of an arbitrary number. What I want to know is when are they going to make it so that I can do this through the app instead of having to exit the app and go to the website and do it there? Yeah, you click on it in the app, but it takes you out of it into the website. I don't know whether you ever will. The browser on the phone is annoying. Yeah, and I have to re-sign in a second time and all that nonsense, and that's just a pain. I hate it. Yes. Makes me angry. These are what they call pain points. But they're not huge changes. They're not huge changes that some people were hoping for, which was basically that they would drop. Doing away with it altogether. I don't think that's going to happen. I I really don't. I don't necessarily want it to either. No. No, they're doing a great job at managing crowds. They're spreading the crowds out better amongst the four parks because daily attendance is back to 2019 levels. But if you look at the wait times are not back to 2019 levels at all. I think you'll find that the people who are complaining who would like to see it go away are more on the West Coast than I want Disney World. I hear more complaints. That is true. The Magic Keep folks are not thrilled with the Park Pass reservations. That's true. And local area, probably Disney World ones, too. They can't just pop in. Generally speaking, they're almost never sold out. And if they are sold out, it means it's so crowded, you wouldn't want to pop over there to Mm -hmm. go to Tony's Town Square anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I think. It's a combination of the Park Pass system and, I hate to say it, Genie Plus that's keeping those standby lines down. Because back when at the height of Fast Pass Plus, that had a lot to do with why those standby lines got so, so long. Yeah. And it, it seems to have been mitigated a lot. I haven't seen lines longer than 60 An to hour. 90 minutes. Yeah. And. That's nothing when you look back at summertime flight of passage when flight it was of passage three was hours. Regularly three plus hours. Yeah. Those lines stretched all the way back to. And the I haven't Harambe seen it area. like that at all in the past six months when attendance has been back up to 2019 levels. So, yeah. I mean, I no. think it's great and I think it's working and let's keep it. It's not that big of a deal to make it, especially now that you can, it's easier to make them for whatever kind of mix of group you have and that you can modify it. The thing that I would like to see happen with the Park Pass reservation system is some way to make park ha- park hopping part of that reservation system so that people could park up earlier than two o'clock. I don't know whether it's going to, but yeah. That way somebody could spend a couple of hours in a park and decide this isn't really where I wanted to be today or it's a little more crowded and I'd like to go somewhere else and they don't have to wait until two. Yeah, I used to like to do that. If I'd been at one thing, for instance, we used to do a lot was just pop in there and ride rock and roller coaster right at Rope mm-hmm. Drop. It's a great exhilarating thing to do. And then go to another park or go to a reservation for brunch or something and, and then move on. But you can't really do that now. That is true. It almost seems like now that they're not worried about limiting crowd sizes due to pandemic stuff, it feels like two o'clock being the the hopping time is, uh, again, like a weird arbitrary. Just, yeah. Definitely. Just, I don't get I wonder where that number came, that time came from in the first place. I'm sure they did some sort of study and said, here's the average amount of time people. You think Disney would study their analytics? They used to. 
Who knows? Now they just read the blogs. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. The blogs are great. They... Uh, I don't know, but what is great is there's some there's some exciting tours that are returning to Epcot very yes. soon this fall. One, I know Jeff is a big fan of the Behind the Seeds tour and mm-hmm. Living with the Land. That's one that I have always wanted to take myself is that tour. It's, it's really, really great good. to see I this stuff totally coming do back. It again. It's really great and I don't know what the price point is going to be when it comes back, but but in previous times, it was what, like thirty-five bucks. It yeah, was, it was pretty affordable. It's pretty low key time. too. It's not that long, so yeah. if it was boring for your family or whatever, not a big deal. But that's a great tour. My brother cool. super like into that. plants. I always wanted to do that with him, and then it disappeared for you. It's back starting October second. That's right. A one-hour walking tour through the greenhouses of the Living with the Land ride. You can get up close and personal with those crazy cool hydroponic towers of dwarf peppers and the mickey shaped pumpkins and stuff see the hydroponic fish tanks and stuff so hold the biggest cucumber you ever did see <gasps> what? or some vegetable i don't know what it was it i held some big some large vegetable <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wasn't paying that much attention and also returning on october 2nd is going to be what, what do they call that thing? Dive Quest. Dive Quest. Seas. I'm a super excited about this one. And, and what I date party. are you doing it? I will be doing that on October 5th, actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Heather and a couple of other of our managers are going to dive in there when we're there for a meeting. So I'm sure <laughs> Jeff will be posting video on the internet. 100%. <laughs> From as flattering a angle as i can find of course <laughs> i can't uh, wait you have to wear a wetsuit on that one so that's gonna be great mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm excited i've always wanted to do it diving in the living seas aquarium yeah should be fun and do you have to be scuba certified or do they offer a snuba yes. option you do have to be scuba certified for this one but they do have a snuba And I don't know whether they do this for the public, if it was ever a public tour. When my kids were younger, several summers in a row, they got to do a summer camp that was offered for cast members and friends of cast members. And one of the things that they did was a snuba experience in the Living Seas. Mm. And it was really cool. But I don't know if that's something that they ever offered to the public. I'd have to look that up. I've had a few Sneeboo experiences, but never a Snooba. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You don't want to know. I, I didn't think I wanted to know. If you're not scuba certified, there's also a tour that you can take at the seas. You can visit the Epcot Seas Adventures da- Dolphins in Depth Experience, where you can get up close and personal with the bottlenose dolphins and learn about their behavior and the experts who work with them every day. I want to do that. I like seeing all of the little extra things come back. Because every time I'm there, I'm like, how can I spend more money here? Now they have (laughs) answered that question for me. There's endless opportunities for that. But this one doesn't feel like you're just buying a piece of plastic crap. So (laughs) take a fun tour instead. There's still so many tours that haven't come back yet. Lots that I'm waiting for, like the Keys to the Kingdom tour. 
that mm-hmm. big, exciting backstage magic tour that you did, Jeff. I, Didn't they end that really, even before the pandemic? I think they may have, and it's disappointing. That was amazing and very expensive. Yes. No. Well, I have a feeling that that's going to stay away until they're done running their magical 50th anniversary. That's ending soon. So. Tour. Oh, yeah, we just heard about that. I'm sure they'd rather. I'm sure they'd They're sunsetting it as Disney likes yes. to say. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes, taking it out back and giving it the old yellow treatment, <laughs> <laughs> sending it to live on their friend's ranch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's see. Oh, I know Heather was particularly excited about this bit of news, and I was happy to see it too. Finally, like what three quarters of the way through our 18 month celebration uh, of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world. Yes. They remembered uh, what the Walt in Walt Disney was about. Yeah. Yes. They added some Walt into the Disney enchantment fireworks show. Not Roy seen also. it yet, but I understand they added a lot of Walt back in or not they back have, in, apparently they added they have a lot Walt, of Walt. They have Roy, they have a lot of vintage historical clips from when the park opened, like all the stuff we thought was Ex- that like we were they fully did not remember it was the 50th anniversary. They were just like, how can we make a Disney Plus ad and shoot it on the it proje- really was. Uh, projected and on I, the yeah. castle here? I, I felt bad because that show is not a terrible show. Mm-mm. But leading up to the launch of the 50th, and just I remember the way that I was feeling walking in to watch that show for the first time. I we had were so stoked. Such high hopes. Yeah. I remember. The 60th fireworks and World of Color out at Disneyland made me cry. So mm-hmm. I was so excited for that. Incredible. And we're just standing there going, but wait, what? It's oh, when it was over, I was confused. Like, I yeah. just didn't understand it's, what I had was, just it seen. It was fine. Yeah, and it was a decent nighttime show, but, but not it was supposed to be for the 50th. It was had supposed to be a celebration. Had nothing to do with the 50th of, at yeah. all. They didn't even yeah. mention it once. For those of us watching at home on that live broadcast that you are at the taping for, it was even worse because I don't know who's been doing their live from the parks video productions, but they are not, they don't manage to capture mm-hmm. these nighttime spectacles really at all. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's hard, but they've done a And walking out, we tried to say, oh. Maybe it was because there were so few people in there. There was no crowd energy to get us hyped. And that was certainly part of it. But I was genuinely disappointed in it. Yeah. So and bad. I, now that the 50th is wrapping up in the next few months, it's ending in March. They finally, finally retooled the show and added a lot of Walt. So I'm very excited uh, to see it. And I don't know how yeah. long this show is going to stay around. Maybe it'll stay around longer now that they took the time and spent the money on updating it. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is just they basically tacked an introduction on the beginning. The rest of the show is pretty much unchanged. And that's fine because you know, all of that stuff did come from Walt and Walt's imagination right. and it, because of him. But it needed that it's entry into it. way to current. Right now in Pixar mm-hmm. heavy to have mm-hmm. a thing to do with their history. Yeah. On the 50th, there was no mention of the park or Walt right. or Roy. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's certain things that they, I don't understand why they have to squeeze the same <laughs> things into every show. 
it's getting to the, the point where they all look the same. With, yeah. With with some of the Pixar stuff, and for some reason, every single show they do has to include "I want to be like you." Like that song <laughs> yeah. can maybe move aside for some other great songs that they've had in the fair. history yeah. of their uh, like the yodeling uh, trippy cow ones from the on the farm <laughs> home on the range <laughs> yeah home on the range i haven't seen that one. Oh my god great. i love that movie it's a great randy quaid sings this one song where he's yes. yodeling it's incredible it is you have got to give it a chance give it a so watch it's a your sleeper kids hit is what you're saying it, it, yes it's good give it a watch your kids a will of, love well, it well yeah the one song from that Movie is played all the time, backed by Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Back in that area, is a Katie Lang song. Yeah, oh. it's on my watch list. A little piece of heaven way yep. out west. <laughs> all right, it's sleeper, great. Sleeper hit of the sleeper hit. I'm telling you, watch it, Dan. Fire that up with your kids. They will laugh. They will cry. It's a white knuckle roller coaster ride through the emotions. <laughs> Plus, there are cows and chickens. Yeah. Yeah. There's something for everybody. That's right. That's right. I have no I have no transition from this, so I'm just going to say we're going to say goodbye to Walt Disney World and hello to Cancun, because you no longer need to provide a entry form for U.S. visitors oh, into Cancun. Thank goodness. That was always so irritating. It wasn't such a big deal. If you're a frequent visitor to Cancun you knew and you it. knew about it, you could fill that out in advance. But if you didn't know about it, the airline never had enough forms, never had enough <laughs> pens. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a plane load of 250 people. We have 80 forms and three pens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, ir- the most irritating part of it was there was a little tiny piece of it that they would tear off when you went through customs. And you had to have that in order to leave. And if you didn't have it, if you didn't know you were supposed to keep it jail. or you lost it, not jail, luckily, but you paid a fine <laughs> that uh, was anywhere that. from like 35 to 50 US dollars. You'd have to go stand in this crappy long line at the airport to get a new one in order to leave the country. But they got rid of it. That All of Mexico is slowly phasing it out, but they're starting in the tourist, tourist areas. areas. Cabo already got rid of it. And now Cancun, as of this taping, no longer requires it. So go visit Mexico. Yeah. It's a beautiful country. There's fantastic Wonderful resorts people. there. One of my favorite places in the world to visit. And now you don't have to pay to get out. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Did they drop the $12 visitors tax yet? I haven't seen that drop yet. Not that 12 bucks was going to push me over the edge. No. 12 bucks on top of my $4,000 vacation? Are you kidding me? I wonder if they have any festivals down there in the Camp Coon. Uh, they might, but first we need to talk about something less, like, less, less. Testically? <laughs> something scarier than testicles. Uh, passengers yeah. describe a terrifying evacuation from an undersea tunnel. This is, the, is, is the, the ch- channel? getting stuck in the channel and in, in the channel tunnel between England and France. I don't want it. Yeah, no. but think about all the cool sea life you could see <laughs> while you're walking out. <laughs> that is Sharks not a that is not a thing. Barracudas, 
Yeah, we know someone who thought that the Channel Tunnel was a big glass tube, like mm-hmm. that shark experience at SeaWorld. <laughs> yep. Like when we were going to see all the cool stuff from our train. <laughs> no, it's just... Imagine if it was, though. Oh, man. so cool. It would be cool. Yeah, there were passengers traveling from France to England when their train broke down. Mm. And so they got stuck and then they had to transfer from the tunnel, the main tunnel where all the trains run into a separate service tunnel and walk out. (laughs) And they were. How long of a walk? It's got to be. Four days. They're still walking. I don't think it's that long. No, they didn't have to walk all the way out. They had to walk through this service tunnel and out into another train tunnel and get on a new train. But I guess they were stuck for about three hours on their broken down train. And it was about a mile that they had to walk to get to the other train that they needed to transfer to. Mm-mm. And it's they the passengers were saying that it was not only long walk it was hot because the service tunnel isn't air conditioned and there were a lot of times they were just standing around in that tunnel for hours and i don't know i don't have a problem riding the eurostar through the channel tunnel but the thought of being stuck in a tube underneath all that water it freaks me out yeah and you look at that picture of the people standing in that tunnel, there's a whole lot of moisture mm, stains drippy. all over that. Yeah, I, that doesn't yeah, give, me a lot it doesn't of give you great feelings, does it? <laughs> no, it looks a little are, damp in there. Are which is we not sure what this is safe? Yeah. Well, they certainly had to walk one mile. The full run of the tunnel under sea is 23 and a half. Yeah, miles. it's a long way. It's between two countries. How long are you in there when you're riding? It seems like it's not only maybe 20 minutes or something, right? Yeah, it's not long when you're actually in the tunnel. Yeah. It says 34 minutes. By train normally? Yeah, normally by train it's about 34 minutes, and they were 10 minutes into their ride. I don't care for that. No, thank you. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I agree. I remember, like... I remember being in approximately third grade, and that was big news when that tunnel opened up. Yeah. Back in 1994. (laughs) I was 10 whole years old. You used to have to take a ferry between England and France. That's so people could get to Disneyland easier. Yeah. Yes. There is (laughs) a Eurostar that goes directly to the gates of Disneyland Paris. It's pretty cool. Almost as cool. Actually... (laughs) Equally as terrifying, Jeff sent me an article about this a few days ago, the Manene Festival in Indonesia. I'm really hoping that you're going to make make the joke that I'm hoping you're going to make so I don't have to. No, I got nothing. So I'm not going to get to watch you ma-whip and ma-nene. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm elderly, you forget. I don't know that reference. I don't really know what that means. Watch me either, but I, <laughs> and watch me Navy. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what either. Is that of those the one with are. the stanky leg? I'm about to do the stanky leg, y'all. <laughs> What's a stanky? Is that what happens when you got a little po- a little poop in your drawers and <laughs> yeah. you try to kind of shake it out? Yeah, gross. Oh, much. Like a slow version of shaking a little pebble of dookie out of your pants. Gross. This is some rough viewing in this article here. I don't know if you've opened it up. There's a 
few cultures that I've thought about talking about some of their kind of celebration of the dead festivals. And a lot of them like I to, like this one. A lot of them like to dig up their I family members. I do not understand Yeah, this. it's a little weekend at Bernie's action with your long they dead grandmother. Dig up their mummified remains and have a party with them? Yeah, yeah people are dressed up with them. They're putting sunglasses on them. And- they give them a new outfit. They clean them up and oh, they give no. them new, fresh new clothes to wear for the year. Oh. And they, the name of the ceremony, it's... It's a ritual that is literally the ceremony of cleaning corpses. It typically oh, takes man. place at the end of the corn dog stand. There is amazing, though. Ew! Yeah. Where is this? Did you say years. the? F- yes, yeah, Sulawesi Island. Oh man! In the Philippines. Yeah. Oh no, Indonesia. I'm sorry. Indonesia. Okay. Indonesia. But uh, yeah, they. We should link to this article. This is there. a yeah, festival. We're link to the article. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's these are just mummies, so they look all leathery, yeah. and then they're dressing them right. up, and they pose with them, and dress. I mean, it's very. This is not a funny thing no. or wacky thing. But they're giving them shiny new outfits, cleaning them up, and giving them the respect. They but they're getting one more day with. I assume that this means that they mummify all of their dead. Then yes, because you're not just putting your relative in the ground. Yeah, because then... that would just be soup with a sweater on if you. Left Ew. Them. Gross. Gross. Like yeah. sweaters. <laughs> yeah. They mummify all of their relatives. And it's the thing that in America we're really terrified of death. And a lot of other cultures embrace it a little bit better and have a better relationship with it. And so they. Or they, a different one. T- it's yeah. different. I don't know that I would want my relatives digging me up every three years and putting it in You're dead. What do you me. care? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That nerds you. That's fair. Yeah, they say it's a sign of love that they will share for those who've died, that they show them respect by letting them know they are still active members of the family. All right. They clean them up, they dress them up, and then they put them back in the cave for a year or three years. Oh, is it a cave? Like a mausoleum? Yeah, it's like a... There's like a hole in a rock is this first picture there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a cliff, like a naturally occurring, not naturally occurring, but I just cut a hole in a boulder. Yeah, Hmm. yeah, rock tombs, it says here. So that's fascinating. There's some more. There's, there could be a whole series of these that we talk about. There's a group that hangs their coffins off the side of cliffs, and then they live in houses built on the side of the cliffs. There's several. Surrounded by the coffins of their dead relatives? Yeah. There's also a couple. Cultures where they are towns where they basically live in the cemetery. The whole town is just a cemetery. It's interesting. So maybe uh, yeah, I'll have to look at some more of those because it's interesting. Now for something a lot less, a lot less thought provoking and nice. And I'm trying to think of the word that. Well, we're going to go to Bentonville, Arkansas, for the Home of Walmart. Festival. <laughs> <laughs> and. And the testicle festival. Speaking That's of all That's hard sex. to say six times fast. Testicle festival. Testicle festival. Testicle festival. The good news is it's all about bull balls. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The flyer that I first saw when I 
decided we needed bowl to talk balls. about this. It's the headline says beer balls, bans, and camping. Oh, uh, wow. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. And this really just looks like your typical <laughs> small town festival. How- testicle festival. Yeah. And they're the, their shtick that they hang it all on is eating <laughs> Rocky eating, Mountain oysters. Rocky Mountain oysters, prairie oysters, whatever Yuck. you want to call them. So they have a ball eating contest. Oh, no. <laughs> I know a few people that go win that. Also a wet t-shirt contest. It's a really it's a really classy <laughs> festival, as you can imagine. Yeah, the, sounds like the it. The Undy Five Hundred, <laughs> which I'm assuming is. Uh, I don't want to click on the preview video. Don't do it. <laughs> I might click on the preview video. They have a motorcycle show. They have a ball throwing contest. If you can throw our balls the furthest, you win $500. What uh, kind of balls are they throwing? They're just shot puts. Okay. Then, All right. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. No. No, no, there's the also, they, I mean, they've got, oh, yeah, it's a Undy it, 500. It's grown-ups on tricycles in their underpants <laughs> racing to to win things there's also like i said super classy there's a ladies only oil wrestling tournament wow with a 500 dollars prize 500 dollars cash for the wet t-shirt contest there's a motorcycle show a whole bunch of bands where is this uh, arkansas well art yeah. kansas yeah. walmart so that's there's a thing about becoming a saint at true. this place. Man cannot live on balls alone, so we've invited traditional oh, food vendors to the so festival, nice festival as well. Have either of you? After you, this line might be my favorite. After you wipe oh. the ball juice off your face, pick up something <laughs> from the man cave from one of our many products. Have either of you ever tried Rocky Mountain oysters? No, and I will not. I'd probably try it. They're delicious. Yeah. You had. No I would try. You've, I've had one. You've eaten balls. Yeah. Yeah. I've had one. What you do at the bus station was talking about here. No, we stopped stopped in Wyoming or South Dakota, and for lunch. And as you do, that try have, the local delicacy. That they have testicles on the menu, and you can't turn them down. That would be rude. Grandmother had them and said they were good. <laughs> They're. Sc- your, yep. your grandma likes to eat balls. She likes Rocky Mountain <laughs> oysters. Grandma Pat likes to eat yes. balls. Yes. Yes. Oh, good. It's true. I'm going to have to try not to bring that up next yes, time. Yes, please. I, I should go to this. Yeah, they're, they're a little squishy, but it oh. mostly just tastes it mostly just tastes like fried food. You've got that kind of greasy. Squishy. Gooshy. Is it like, you know, like organ Kidney. meat? Kidney. It's yeah, sort like of kidney porous. or liver where it's yeah. got that weird spongy playing to it. I don't know if it was spongy. It was more like have you ever eaten a peeled grape? Ah, uh, gross. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we're done. But, we're, but meat flavored? we're done here. Yeah, meat flavored, but mostly just tasted that fryer oil. So uh-uh. Nope. The breading. Uh, that's the texture is that's a no for me. <laughs> I'd certainly try it. Not big was this thing. And I heard that it was like it takes a minute, but these things can make their own sauce. Bro, stop it. <laughs> it was a little bit smaller than a golf ball, I think. Blech. I'm sure it shrinks up a little bit in the front. <laughs> nope. I'll go to the testicle festival with you, but I'm not eating the balls. <laughs> Take that as you will. 
put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Shaft only, guys. <laughs> no, that's the that's that one. That's the festival of the Iron Phallus in Japan. That's a whole oh, yeah. different one. Yeah. <laughs> I really listened to that episode earlier today too. That was back in the glory days. If we're done talking about ball nuts. I think we are. <laughs> and I think we are. <laughs> I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again for our weekly news roundup. If you want to have a ball in Bentonville, Arkansas, <laughs> or explore anywhere else around the world, Keys of the World Travel has the Grand Canyon Concourse of Walt Disney World's Contemporary Resort full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again later this week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. I had a ball. (laughs) Maybe even two. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure. Why don't they combine those two festivals and you dig up your relatives and eat their balls? Ew. <laughs> a little dry. A little chewy. Yuck. <laughs> it's like jerky. I wonder what the preferred dipping sauce for bull testicles is. Yeah. <laughs> tartar oh. sauce. Which time? Tartar sauce. I just said it funny. Tartar. You like tartar sauce? No. Fingers. <laughs> I just do a squeeze of lemon. What else do you need? Tartar sauce.